Hi friends, my name is Sasha and I'm Mia and this is the Drawing Club podcast. A weekly show where we chat about art, creativity, life and my cats and all of this while drawing a new illustration every week. And you can draw with us. If you do, please share your creations on social media and tag us in your posts. Welcome to the club, friends. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back. So, yeah, episode 10 of season 3. So, last episode of the season and last episode of the year. Yeah, this is so exciting. I always, I, I really loved our season finales and we have some fun stuff planned for today's episode as well. So, I can't wait. And since we started our podcast in the beginning of this year, this is basically like one year of doing the podcast yes so this is our first year of the podcast party yes <laughs> i am drinking some tea very um party mood <laughs> up in here <laughs> yes yeah i'm drinking some green tea also nice. so please grab your party drinks because <laughs> We are gonna celebrate today. Yes. So, as usual, we are drawing, so let's talk about what we are drawing today. Yeah. Do you wanna start? Sure. So, like, um, I am actually drawing with watercolors because, as I told you in the past couple of episodes, I've been, like, drawing this... I've had this very kind of intense drawing assignment, like a client uh, project. And I've been drawing on the iPad for that a lot. So I'm like almost done with that. So I, I'm like, I don't want to stare at my iPad anymore. <laughs> so I had to do something different. <laughs> so I, I just decided to kind of freehand some some plant stuff with my watercolors. So yeah, I'm just taking it easy and relaxing. What about you, Sasha? I'm, as like most of this season, I think, I'm drawing with... Copic markers in my sketchbook and it's just some random stuff some floral things uh, I want to do some like maybe kind of this minimal line of florals with a gel pen and then some uh, color blobs behind them oh, sounds fun and as usual you will see at the end what we come up with if you're watching us on YouTube or you will see it on our Instagram page once the episode is out. All right. So, yeah, we thought maybe let's talk about doing the podcast for a whole year. Since this is our party, let's <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the, the reason we're celebrating. Yeah, the journey. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, even though like technically our podcast started coming out in the middle of January, we since we're pre-recording all these episodes, we started working on it in the middle of December. So this is like now is pretty much exactly one year since we started Whoa. working on it. <laughs> so how do you feel? Like how do you feel about having done this for a whole year? Like, I don't know, like, in a way, that one year ago feels like ages ago, mostly because of how this year has been, I think, because for the first season, um, we recorded in the same space with video, and then 
when Corona happened, we kind of had to adjust. So we've been now just recording, just recording sound and we're in our own homes and it's kind of very different from the beginning. But then also in a way it's mm -hmm. like, I don't know, like time is weird. Like, but I, I just feel so proud. Like we've made 30 episodes. We've like, we've talked for 30 hours at least, probably more. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's really it feels yeah. really special. Yeah. I remember like it was so cute when we started because we we like whenever we meet we talk a lot. Like we're mm. both very chatty people and we just like chat. We can talk for hours. Yeah. And then like I think one day we were kind of laughing about like how much we talk and we were like I think we should make a podcast <laughs> as a joke. And then, like, the other one of us was like, yeah, I kind of thought about it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I kind of thought about it, too. <laughs> so it was so cool that, like, it was this idea that we both already had. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, didn't want to bring up. And <laughs> But then, yeah, so it was, like, kind of half joke. But then I'm so happy we started it. Because, of course, it was a bit scary in the beginning. We were like, is anybody going to listen to, like, us talk? Because it's just like, yeah, you know, when we when we just talk, we don't really think about like it's not for public. But yeah, yeah. But then so many of your friends joined us and like are listening to us. And it's so cool. It is. It's really amazing. Yeah. I, I still. Yeah. Yeah. I still can't believe like people are enjoying listening to us chat yeah. about things <laughs> i mean not that like i think that our chats are bad <laughs> what are you but, saying <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know it's like always you know when you when something you do like when somebody enjoys what you do mm. it's it's so heartwarming yeah that's true and i think it like it's kind of registered for me that there are people who like because of course like we've gotten some comments and we like feedback from you which is like super nice but I think what really like kind of made me realize like oh there's people that actually like really enjoy this and care about this was when we uh, had the VR art exhibition that uh, Helen Farley put up for us uh, and so yeah. many of you wanted to join and sent your art and then we had the little opening party and I was like oh my god we've created this cute little art community of like people who are nice and who enjoy drawing and I don't know like that kind of really made it sink in for me that we've we've really done something with this I don't know it was so nice yeah and I think like since like our kind of like the the message of our podcast has always been that like um that kind of like anyone can be creative and even if if you're just starting out like your work is like valuable and i don't know yeah. like i i find it very important to like be supportive of people no matter like where they are in their journey and no matter how like professional quote-unquote yeah like they have become so I feel like this exhibition was like a perfect 
Yeah, like like we also gave an or like mostly Helen yeah. <laughs> gave an opportunity to for people to also like do something like that, no matter where they are. Yeah. On their journey and like and everybody's art was so cool. Yeah. And amazing and yeah, for me it's also like seeing everyone's work, like when when you friends tag us in your posts. Yes. Like when I, I think especially in the beginning, like when I was realizing that people are actually listening and sitting down and drawing while listening, I don't know. Like I remember in the beginning, I was just like mind blown. <laughs> I was kind of like, like, even though that was our idea, but still. Yeah, we didn't know if anyone would actually like be into that. Yeah, yeah, and like we didn't know how. Like, if that works, if that, like, podcast idea is a good idea, like, if, like, how do people listen to podcasts? Are they actually gonna, like, sit down and draw when we draw? But, but a lot of you do, and it's so nice, and it's so, like, and also I love when, like, somebody uh, tags us, and sometimes we see the message right away, so we also sometimes, like, repost or reply right away and people are still listening so they're like oh my god i'm hearing you in my headphones and you're replying to this message <laughs> and it's so like to me always like oh yeah true they are listening it's not just like <laughs> it's it's this person who tagged us and they are sitting there right now listening to our podcast it's like yeah that is so cool yeah i also like yeah. i love seeing when people yeah like show us uh, or sh- yeah show us like themselves listening to our podcast like it's part of like it's part of people's lives people like in their lives take the time to like sit down and listen to us and yeah maybe like create something or maybe not but like it's so amazing that we can kind of be a little part of people's lives that way like I kind of I don't know it feels really special (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, and like we love hearing from your friends. So, and like we are, uh, it's like it's our little art project, but we are also doing it for you. So, like if you have suggestions for what you want us to talk about, please like let us know because we love to hear from you and we want to talk about things that are interesting to you. Yes. That, that of course, are also interesting to us, but like we love to hear from you. Yes. Yeah, we like to think we're, like, approachable, so please don't be scared. <laughs> we're also shy, so we can be shy together. <laughs> you can get in touch with, like, anything. <laughs> it really makes us happy. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, one of our little traditions has become this... Um, these little stories that we share with you in the beginning this one thing we want to share with the club today so we reach out to some of you to also share something with us and we would like to have like this this segment we would like it to be a bit longer this time because we want to hear more stories than just the two that we want to share yes and yeah we got a few submissions and we're gonna play them now and we're gonna i don't know react to them yeah we don't know what's coming we haven't listened to them beforehand we haven't heard them (laughs) yeah 
So, should we go to the first one? Yes, let's do it. Okay, so the first story came from Ahma, who was our guest on episode, on season one. Yeah, all the way back. They are, yes, they're a tattoo artists. They're actually my tattoo mentor. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's hear what Ahma has to say. Hey lovelies, it's your favorite goblin Ahma here. Um... I was actually planning to record this even earlier, but I kind of forgot. And now I just saw the Insta post again and I was like, oh man, I have to do it now before it gets too late. And yeah, I still have 50 minutes to do this, so I'm totally in time. But yeah, um, I think I'm doing quite fine. Um, I have been mostly napping with my dog today and having a long walk and then eating eating some uh, vegan sushi which was delicious so yeah i hope everyone's doing great and uh, are really enjoying this uh, gloomy dark autumn season of this very weird year that we have right now so yeah wishing all the best for the rest of the year and also for the year 2021 yay bye oh hey Yama. <laughs> i wish i could like I was kind of like, oh yeah, trying to remind myself to be quiet while we listen, because I wanted to like, oh, ooh, ah, like, really? That was such a cozy, it sounded like such a cozy day, like a dream day, napping with a dog and eating delicious food. Yeah, I want to nap with Ahma's dog. Yeah, same. (laughs) Yes, Ahma has the most adorable dog. Yeah, they do. And vegan sushi sounds amazing. I kind of started craving vegan sushi. Mm, Yeah, I haven't had sushi in a while. Yeah, same. That's so nice. More and more, I want more. (laughs) What do we have next? (laughs) Yes. Okay, Uh, next submission is... Uh, from Mia's partner, Olli. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear this one. Yes, let's hear Olli talk. Hi everyone, my name is Olli. I'm the person behind the jingle of this podcast and I'm also Mia's partner. And I wanted to share with the club today that this year I discovered playing video games again after more than 15 years I used to play quite a lot when I was a kid I used to play the Super Mario Brothers and Donkey Kong Country etc but yeah I also played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 a lot but after that I kind of stopped because I guess I didn't find any games that I like and now this year I had a lot of free time and we got a PlayStation 
and I actually found quite many games I like and two of my favorites so far have been Unravel which is like a puzzle game I guess it's called the genre is called physics based puzzles or something like that and the one I discovered very recently is called Celeste which is also like a puzzle game but more sort of intense and fast-paced and it, it is pretty difficult but I love it even though I'm not like super good at it but I feel like it's really satisfying to feel like you get better all the time and you feel like maybe after 30 tries you can get this level done so yeah I was kind of surprised I like those sorts of games so much and yeah that's basically what I wanted to share with you today bye Thank you, Olli. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I stand by these recommendations. We've been like playing a lot of them together. And yeah, it's been really fun. Like I, I've talked about like my gaming before, but definitely like, because we haven't had like a console before this year, like getting a PlayStation has been so fun because we've been like able to play together. And it's been like pretty new for both of us. Like I hadn't done that in years either. So yeah, it's been really enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, I've been also like playing um, console games this year a lot, but we mostly play race games, mm. like racing games. But yeah, I kind of now I'm like curious. I'm like, maybe I should try some puzzle games also. They sound interesting. Yeah. The, like, yeah, this Unravel and Celeste, they have are like super fun because they're like is it like a platformer when you're you know this little person is jumping like kind of mostly sideways and you're going through levels but then there are like puzzles so it's like kind of mm. reminiscent of the childhood favorite games of mine yeah. but then it's yeah. like yeah that it's also like challenging in another way because of the puzzle so I, I don't know I really love them too yeah. <laughs> it's been super fun Thank you. All right. Uh, we have one. Yes, thank you. <laughs> we have one more submission from Valentina, who was also a guest uh, on our season two, I think. Yes, our Harry Potter episode. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, let's listen to Valentina's suggestion. Hello, Drawing Club. This is Valentina from the Harry Potter episode. And this week I want to share a really nice sewing story with you. Um, we didn't really talk about my textile side. And I do a lot of crafts and sewing and weaving and things like that uh, with recycled materials. And last week I got my hands on a really nice huge piece of super soft and cozy sweater material. So I, it just screamed please make something comfy out of me. And I decided to make myself basically uh, an adult version of a baby onesie, something super cozy. And um, so I took uh, one of my sweaters that fit really well, a pair of pants and a hoodie and kind of patched them together to make these huge overalls. Um, and I sewed them all up. I mean, it took me three days, but 
now I have this piece of clothing that is just the most comfortable thing ever. I don't want to wear anything else anymore. It's so cozy and I basically made my whole closet obsolete with this and I'm not mad about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it kind of made me think back on this year because I only really started making clothes for myself in the spring. Uh, I was always really intimidated by it because usually I only make home textiles, so it's not so crucial if it exactly fits a person. It's mostly squares and rect rectangles and things like that. Um, but yeah, so I started making clothes for myself um, from my old clothes or, or recycled materials this year. And, you know, the first ones, they were... I mean, wearable, but sometimes very strange. Sometimes uh, the fit was questionable. But, you know, with everything, you learn a little bit. And now my final piece for this year probably is actually something I really love and something that fits. And it's just so nice to look back to see that I actually improved. And I know now a little bit more um what I'm doing and how to fix things and how to make things fit and it's just so so nice to see that I somehow I thought I always had like quite good sewing skills but there's still kind of always room to improve and the this kind of side of making clothes was always so scary but now it's something where I'm thinking okay this is something I can maybe do a little bit more and the other good thing is that I also realized that I haven't bought any clothes. I mean, who needs new clothes this year? Let's be honest. We're all just home and being comfy. Um, but it's also great if you actually, if you are interested, I would highly recommend try it out. There is lots of stuff on YouTube, um, lots of great tutorials. Just try to make yourself maybe just a t-shirt or something. And it's just so, so nice and satisfying to have something to wear that you made yourself. Um, that's like super happy feeling. And yeah, of course, the, the times when it doesn't work is super frustrating, but you learn from it and you can always kind of take it apart, make something else uh, or, you know, take it as a learning experience and be proud of the weird clothes that you make and wear them at home because I have some also that I... I don't. I wouldn't wear them outside, but they're still fine to wear around the house. So it's, there's nothing really lost. Um, so yeah, uh, that was my my thing for the week. So happy sewing, everybody! Yeah, that <laughs> that uh, piece of clothing sounds very comfy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds perfect. Like I. I would definitely also never wear anything else, probably. <laughs> yeah. Not surprised. Well, yeah, thank you, Valentina, for sharing this story. And Yes, thank you. Yeah, I think, like, the skill to make your own clothes is, like, such a good one to have. Yeah. Have you made any clothes yourself? Uh, I only made some when I was in school, when they taught us to do it. Mm. But, yeah, and then I did, like, alter some clothes before. Like, I would sometimes buy some secondhand clothes and then, like, 
change the I don't know the length or something yeah or like cut off the sleeves or like these like very simple things but I also made the mistake of buying a lot of secondhand clothes that didn't fit that I was gonna fix and then they would just lie there waiting because I'm a procrastinator and <laughs> sewing is like not my favorite yeah thing. oh my god same I, I can't count how many times I've done that <laughs> same thing yeah so then like one day I decided I'm never gonna do that and now I have a rule that if it doesn't fit I don't take it because I'm never gonna fix it yeah and I actually like sold my sewing machine because I never really used it and I thought like if I ever need to sew something like once a year I can go to the library and use their sewing machines because they have some (laughs) so yeah I'm like not a fan of sewing but I think like yeah if you like sewing in general then yeah sewing clothes is like a great skill too to develop yeah yeah for me like i've well i made one top in my life i think uh, and yeah some stuff in school but i always think like in theory i i like sewing but <laughs> whenever i actually do it it's like i always have so much difficulty like i have to redo things like a million times before i get them right and it's like always a very frustrating experience so I still kind of have this thing like, oh, like when Valentina was talking, I was like, oh my God, yeah, like I really want to learn to do that. But then I kind of remember like the reality of how it is when I sew and yeah, maybe not. But I wish I was that person and maybe one day I will. Let's see. Anything is possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm more of like a knitter and crochet crocheter. Mm. <laughs> And like this kind of stuff, like I, I even, I mean, I did make some like socks and I even knit myself a top once and it was really pretty. So yeah, I think that like, if I ever want to make a piece of clothing for myself, I think I will like knit it rather than sew. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Should we share our things with the club? Yes, let's do it. Do you want to start? Yes, I actually have two. Can I share two? Things? Yes, so maybe we can go like, you can share one, then I can share mine, and then you share the second one. Or are they like related? Yes. Or yes. how does that sound? No, they're not related <laughs> at all. Let's do that then. Okay, um, well, I can first share one that I actually wanted to share like back when it happened. But then I think on that day, I decided to share something else. So that was like an extra thing that I was gonna share with the club but then I didn't but then today is a special day so I'm gonna <laughs> share this <laughs> extra thing yes do extra it story. um yeah uh so like a while ago I don't remember like some weeks ago um my partner and I watched a musical Ooh. uh and it's it's actually a punk musical uh and it's called home home street home Oh, I've never heard of it, but I love musicals, so I'm like, I'm very excited to hear <laughs> what you have to say. Yeah, when uh, when we first um, started, like when we first started watching, because like my partner started watching it, and I, I was kind of like, okay, I can like watch it with you, and and he was like, yeah, so it's this punk musical that is like created by this 
this fat Mike, who is like a, one of the people in Nofix, the, the punk band. Uh, and I was like, yeah, sure. Like, it seemed like, because he was like, a my partner was a big fan of Nofix when he was like a teenager. And I, I did listen to like, also to punk, some like punk music when I was a teenager, but I'd never really listened to Nofix. So I'm like, I don't know. Okay, I can watch it with you. And at first I was like, oh, this is so cheesy. This is like, they, you know, it's like in this punk style, but it's like musical kind of songs. Yeah. But I got really into it. And in the end, I really liked it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, because like... I don't know, like, when you first hear punk musical made by, like, this guy from a punk band, it sounds kind of like, oh, I don't know, sounds weird. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it, they, they like, they raised a lot of, like, really serious topics. Like, it's, I, I would say it's pretty heavy. So, like, if you're gonna watch it, like, be prepared to some pretty heavy topics. Mm. There is, like, some, um... Like, they show things like sex work, like sexual assault and uh, drug use and stuff like that. But but it's, like, I think it was, I, I think it was shown in, like, quite a nice, very, like, open way. And, like, I, I don't know, I somehow, like, it, it was also, like, pretty like because the songs are like musical songs so it was pretty like fun and light but also like serious at the same time so yeah and it's like about this like group of street punks and like their life and like apparently people who made the musical also they were part of this kind of communities so it's yeah yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't know if i'm like uh describing it well enough but I really enjoyed it even though like when I first like learned about it existing yeah. I was kind of like <laughs> uh, not sure it's your thing you know <laughs> yeah yeah but I really liked it yeah that sounds like super interesting so, yeah. I, I would watch yeah. it yeah yeah I would recommend I think we prob probably watched it on YouTube okay Nice. Yeah. Well, I also have, my thing is also a recommendation because I started listening to a new podcast, uh, or I mean, new for mm -hmm. me, but I finally started listening to the Magnus Archives. I don't know if you heard of this, but it's a horror. No. It's a horror podcast, like a fictional horror podcast. And Ooh. well, it's based around the Magnus Archives, which is like, uh, it's in England and it's like this, I guess, like a society or like some kind of a, yeah, a thing that like they look into supernatural phenomena. So people have something happen mm -hmm. to them and they come and ask for help. And it's like kind of set up in the way that this, um, they have a new arch archivist. Is that the word? way to pronounce it well the person who does all the archiving in the archives <laughs> and mm -hmm. and he's like the main character kind of and he like mm -hmm. he finds all these case files in there it's like 
super messy and then he like dictates them on tape so that they will be like recorded properly so that's like kind of the format so every episode is like and at first I was like because I've seen this around like online like people really love this podcast and I think it's been like a couple of years that I've been like oh I should really listen to it but I'm like I don't know if like a horror podcast is like my thing but it's yeah I've listened to like 30 episodes or something because this week I've done like a lot of drawing so I've just been listening to this podcast the whole time pretty much and it's like yeah every episode is this like its own case but like when it's kind of the further it goes there start to be these connections between the episodes and like it's starting to kind of affect Mm. the people who work in the archives and so so it's like kind of building up to something all the time so I don't know I'm like I'm kind of getting hooked already it's it's really fun and I don't think it's like super scary and I like with horror movies I'm like the person who gets like scared super easily but for some reason like I don't know I really enjoy this podcast it's not like too scary but it is like horror and it is kind of gory sometimes so like if that's Mm -hmm. like something you absolutely do not want then I don't maybe recommend it but yeah I I've really enjoyed it so some of you might be interested in checking it out if you don't listen to it already yeah I'm curious yeah I think you you should try it (laughs) and I think they have already like at least 130 episodes or something like it's been going on i guess for okay a while and yeah so maybe when i do some like home painting that could be yeah (laughs) go ahead (laughs) yeah for binging yeah yeah it it feels perfect for binging definitely nice thank you yeah you're welcome (laughs) yes well and just like the the thing I would normally share this week uh, is this little trip we took um, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I already like talked about our waterfall project that we had this whole year with my partner. So this weekend or like last last weekend, um, we went to our last trip. And we filmed our last two waterfall videos. And yeah, it was so nice to like take this little trip because again, like we can't go to too many places (laughs) these days. But yeah, I like that these nature trips are like still possible because we don't really like meet anyone on those uh we did stay in a couple like like they're not even hotels but like these little well we we stayed like for two nights in two different places and one of them was like a farm like an organic farm and the other one was just like this wooden house in the village But, like, it's a hotel, but it's, like, a very small one. And they were so cute. And, like, the owners made sure to, like, organize it so that we didn't even have to. Like, in one of them, they just left the key for us in the door. 
and the entrances were like from the street so we didn't even have to like contact anyone and almost like no one else was staying there so it was so nice that we didn't really like have to yeah uh contact with anyone and yeah those like wooden old wooden like traditional finnish houses are like so cute it was like it was like staying at a cabin oh that sounds so nice yeah yeah and yeah again we went to the forest to film those waterfalls so that was also really pretty and one of the waterfalls was like on a lakeside so it was like a really beautiful uh, view like on the lake and the other one was like in the forest so it was like the river was kind of surrounded by like pine trees and like spruce trees and just like the waterfall kind of falling out of like these like this nook of like trees so it was just like so pretty Sounds beautiful. So, yeah. And yeah, I'm like a bit sad that this project has ended, but also I'm like, I'm happy we had the opportunity to do it, that like we got the grant and we could like visit so many places in Finland. Like we've seen so much of Finland this year. Yeah. And and mostly like nature and it was just so 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 nice Mm. yeah i've been like so like it's been so nice to kind of look from the sidelines and see like i don't know like hear about this project and all your trips to the waterfalls like it's all sounded so beautiful and like also in a way like probably like the best timing that it was this year in the sense that because you weren't like going to places where people are but you still like had place like you were able to travel places safely and see places and like because this year has been so everyone's been stuck at home so it's like nice that there was this this thing where you were able to like you know see something different and experience something beautiful outside the home as well yeah exactly and i'm like i'm so happy that the whole like we made it like a point in this project that it was like in finland and it was and then once we like couldn't travel anywhere abroad it was like that's so like nice that like that this year if you wanted to travel you could only travel inside the country and that was exactly what we planned yeah so perfect yeah yeah so, so that was really nice but we did like catch the the travel like the nature hiking camping bug so (laughs) i think like next summer we're definitely like gonna do another like bigger camping trip and let's see what the situation is but maybe even outside of finland and like like yeah i'm so happy that we got to kind of like push ourselves now to do it and like yeah now we have we can make plans to do it more yeah that's so nice all right so now we thought we could go to your questions yes or like usually we would do a question of the week but this year this 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 year (laughs) (laughs) this episode 
is special. So we're doing two questions. Yes. We have an extra question. We do. So let's start with question number one. Yes. So question of the week, number one. Yes. Should I, should I ask the first yes. question? Just a second. Yes, please. Look it up. Okay. So Nora Pooley. I'm sorry if that isn't how your name is pronounced. Uh, they sent us a question. What was the process of learning to draw digitally for you? Any tips for a beginner? Okay. Should I start? Yeah, you can start. Okay, so for context, I hadn't really done a whole lot of digital drawing before I got the iPad um, a couple of years ago. Was it maybe like, it was like two and a half years ago almost. Uh, was it a year and a half? Oh my god, I can't even tell. Well, about two years. Let's say let's say that for safety. Like I had done some occasional drawing, but I always found it really challenging uh, digitally. So I was mostly working with markers and watercolors at the time, and I thought like, <laughs> even though like yeah, uh, so I on my on my iPad I draw on the Procreate app. And even though that was like pretty easy to kind of get started with that because I was like accustomed to using Photoshop, uh, it's <laughs> like the first few digital drawings I made, they look pretty rough. Like <laughs> looking back now, I'm like, oh, so it definitely took me a while, but I don't really know what tips to kind of give because I just kind of noticed that I I kind of continued doing what I was already doing with my markers like style wise but then like slowly I've kind of I don't know added or learned little tricks like how I want to add texture to my pieces for example or something and like what I love about working digitally is like mostly the way I get to compose the uh, illustrations so like because that was a huge like that was so difficult to, for me when I had to like sketch traditionally and then like erase stuff to try and move stuff around and so this like makes that whole part of the process so much easier um, I don't know I think it's it just like already after like five drawings on the iPad I, I I was already getting like more comfortable and I was already they were like looking more like my traditional pieces I mean of course it looks different because it's digital but like maybe like um I was almost as good <laughs> so it came pretty fast but don't be like discouraged if the first few tries are like kind of horrendous <laughs> or not what you'd expect because I think it, it just took some trial and error maybe how about for you? Yeah, yeah, I think it like de depends on the medium that you use before you start digital drawing. Like, I think both of us were using markers mm. a lot. So for that, for example, it's like pretty similar. Like, of course, the, the look is going to be different, but like the technique is kind of you're still holding a, a pen kind of and like drawing with True. it. For the iPad, of course. But yeah, I also, I did some digital art before I got the iPad. I But then I was only, I would primarily work on paper. And then I would scan my drawings. 
and then I would kind of trace them in Illustrator. And I didn't even like use, I, I did have a tablet, like a drawing tablet, but I never used it really to draw. It, like it never worked for me. I tried to learn, but I never really like drew anything in Photoshop. I would just kind of trace things in Illustrator by just like, you know, creating lines. Uh, or like shapes or anything like kind of just r repeating things that I already made right but like with with those shapes in Illustrator so yeah then once I got the iPad of course it got like much easier like I could actually draw and I think the way I learned I just started with like just maybe I was like I think I took photos of some of my drawings that already existed on paper and then I kind of traced them on the iPad so kind of like drew the same things that I already drew but kind of tried to repeat them and I first started with just the general like pencil tool that the Procreate app has and then I was just trying some other things just to see like what works and and then I would like one other brush like I never use a lot of brushes even now but in the beginning, I would just use one brush and then maybe try one other brush and then work with that for a while. And then once I'm comfortable, I would try some other brush, like kind of really slowly adding to like what I'm comfortable with. And I think I was also watching a lot of YouTube videos of like people who also use Procreate. And I was just kind of like looking at what they're doing. And sometimes I would be like, oh, like this is a ni nice <laughs> like technique or like this is interesting how they did this and then I would try to repeat it or sometimes like if I thought I want to do something like I wonder if you can do this in Procreate I would maybe google like how to do this and that in Procreate but I think mostly it was by just trying things and doing the same I was already doing but just with a different like just just digitally and then yeah watching other people work I think that and practice 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 yeah <laughs> just drawing on it like helped for me I didn't really even look at kind of other people I mean I have since but I kind of like didn't uh what's the word you know I I, I wasn't trying to learn from other people I was kind of just trying my own stuff mm -hmm. but I yeah I'm also the same that I kind of only use maybe two brushes generally speaking <laughs> yeah and I mean, nowadays there is like a lot of tutorials, so you can always like, if you want to learn from other people, you can always find some people like even explaining how to do what you want to do. But yeah, I think practicing is the main way to learn anything. So yeah. <laughs> digital illustration is the same. But yeah, of course, like I'm, I'm, I just, I was thinking also about like the technique, like if you're like, a watercolor artist and you're doing like some various like specifically watercolor looking illustrations and you want to do that like you want to do something digital that would like remind that or it's just like difficult for you to then do something that is like so different because you're so used to working with a brush mm -hmm. and like brush strokes then like I don't really know because that's like not my experience for for example like I think maybe for us it was a bit more like quite similar so maybe with some techniques it 
it's like quite different so maybe then you can like try to find some like watercolor artists who yeah. have started using procreate and like try to see what they're doing yeah so i guess it also depends on like what kind of traditional techniques you're moving from yeah yeah that's good advice because i guess you can do yeah you can do so many things like and so many different styles digitally just like you can traditionally and of course you're not you know it's not gonna look exactly like a watercolor painting because it's it's not so maybe that shouldn't mm -hmm. even be like the goal but but i think like a lot of people do like paint digitally still so like mm -hmm. yeah but that's good advice look up those people maybe who who do something that you would like to also if you would like to like create something similar <laughs> Or like use some similar techniques. That's maybe the best way yeah. to learn those specific specific techniques. Yeah. All right. I hope we answered your question. Yeah. And now let's go to question of the week number two. Let's do it. I'm ready. All right. So this question came from Danny.krat. And they're asking, what were your childhood favorite characters? Oh, that's such a cute question <laughs> yeah I had to think about this for a while but then I actually did pretty quickly realize uh, or like come up with some some favorites of mine and like a big favorite of mine was this mole it was this animation and I think the original title is Krtek I guess it's Czech uh, animation but yes. it's this it's like super beautiful, like tra traditional animation. And it's just these adventures of this mole, you know, the animal mole. And yeah, they just go yeah. like on cute adventures in the nature. And I remember there was this one specific episode <laughs> that me and my brother absolutely loved, where like the only word, because uh, the mole doesn't really speak, it's mostly like gibberish. But there was one episode where the mole would constantly like say again and again, Chamomile, because I think it was looking for a cam chamomile, chamomile, the the plant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we would just like watch it and keep repeating chamomile, chamomile <laughs> the whole time, and it was so mm -hmm. funny to us. <laughs> yeah, so I love that. And then of course, um, I watched a lot of the movements, the uh, Japanese uh, animation of the. Finnish moments uh, and my favorite when I was a kid was little Mai Pikumu because she was cute yeah. and like <laughs> sassy I guess <laughs> yeah yeah what about you what were your favorites yeah yeah I'm not sure like who was like my absolute favorite character it's a bit hard to say but the first like thing that came to mind when I read this question uh, was this animation that I really liked as like a small kid and the the version that I I watched was called Princess Starla and the Jewel Riders but yeah then later I found that the original is called Princess Guinevere and the Jewel Riders uh, but then like it's it's a it's an American kind of like a comic style animated series and 
In North America, the princess was called Guinevere. And outside of North America, she was called Princess Starla. So I don't know why that is. If somebody knows, let us know. <laughs> I'm curious. But um, I, I watched it as Princess Starla and the Jewel Riders. And yeah, I think I actually like I have a Wikipedia article open. I can read you what it is about. Please do. <laughs> so yeah, it says the plot follows the quest of a young princess of Avalon, Guinevere. Or Starla, mm-hmm. <laughs> and her fellow teenage jewel riders, Fallon and Tamara, to find and secure the scattered enchanted jewels so they can use them to stop the evil sorceress, Lady Kale, from taking over the kingdom, restore harmony in magic, and bring home their banished mentor, Merlin. So, yeah. Sounds amazing. <laughs> that sounds like I would yeah, watch so that. It's like, yeah, it's like this. this superhero girl gang wow yeah and so they're like these three friends and they had these like like yeah so they were collecting these jewels but they each had like their own jewel and that was like doing its magic and then they had these like uh unicorns that they were riding and whenever they were like ready to do their job they would kind of change their like outfit oh like sailor moon Uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah like their outfit would have would change into this like they would have this kind of helmets and like i don't know this yeah they would have like a superhero outfit but yeah they were superheroes and they were saving the kingdom and yeah there was this merlin who was this older wise mentor and yeah they were trying to save him and there were like some some boys that were kind of their friends but they were never like that important they were kind of just like hanging i think maybe they were also doing some stuff but like the girls weren't saving the boys the boys weren't saving the girls so i yeah i like i think yeah maybe like i especially liked that animation because they were girl superheroes yeah maybe i don't know because they weren't a lot yeah that's pretty rare (laughs) i think like when i was young the kinds of cartoons i would watch i don't think i i saw one like that it was just like gangs of boys like turtles and the what the biker mice i don't know what that's called anyway there were like a bunch of cool superheroes and they were all like teenage boys (laughs) yeah so these were teenage girl superheroes and they were really cool and really cute and all these jewels and all this like it was like very colorful and like there was a lot of this nature and it was like so pretty so i think yeah i i really like it and yeah it was like i think i also kind of like remembered it yeah because we had this like tv channel in my hometown and it was like local it was only like in my hometown and maybe like somewhere nearby and yeah they were running all those animations that were kind of like not so big and they were like a lot of those animation series that i'm like nowadays i still remember but i'm like what were they even called and they were so weird like i guess they were just showing some stuff that is like easier to purchase or something i don't really know but like they didn't really usually show like i don't know disney animations or anything they were always some of those like less known and and a, a little bit like maybe cheaper looking and like oh. a bit out there 
But I think there's like so cool because now like when I remember them, I yeah, I, I, I love remembering them because it's so fun. So yeah, but I think this Princess Starla and the Jewel Riders was like my favorite out of all of those weird. <laughs> Um, but yeah, now that I was reading about it, it's apparently from the US and yeah, it was made in the mid 90s. Oh, yeah, it sounds like a really so, cool yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I want to know if like any of our listeners from like other countries also have watched that. Like was was it like, I, I wonder how big or small that was. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> yeah. All right, so then before we wrap up... Yeah, say goodbye. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we, could, we thought we could like chat a bit about what our plans for the holidays or like for this time off, for the change of the year. Yeah, because it's like early are. December now that we are recording this. And I guess this comes out like mid, mid-December. Yes. yes. Yeah. So for your friends, it's mid-December and the year is coming to an end. It is. And the holiday season <laughs> is, I guess, <laughs> I mean, it seems like it's already <laughs> uh, here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Mia, what are your plans for the change of the year and for the holiday season? Yeah. Well, uh, I celebrate Christmas and Christmas is like pretty much the only kind of holiday that I actually really enjoy. Mostly because it's very, at least like in our family, it's very much like kind of around food. There's like a huge Christmas feast. And as you know by now, like I love, I love food. <laughs> so Christmas has always been like my favorite uh, holiday just for that reason and like for spending time with my family because it's one of the only times a year when we're all together um but this year is going to be slightly different because of corona and what we do most years is my partner only his uh family lives like on the other part like on the, on the other side of finland so we usually travel there by train and spend like a week there uh, and spend like the Christmas Eve with my family first and then we travel out there but this year uh, we decided that we wouldn't travel there just because it's it's safer not to at this moment which is like a really big bummer but we've tried to like we're trying to plan our Christmas because we also like on the other side of things we haven't had like a Christmas to ourselves like at all in the time that we have um been together with my partner so now we're kind of like trying to make the most of it so actually we're like today we're getting a tree delivered like a christmas tree and it's like a christmas tree that's still alive i just heard about this thing you can like rent a christmas tree and after it's returned um it will be planted back into the forest which is like super amazing uh, so we'll be taking care of a Christmas tree <laughs> and yeah, we're planning to, of course, like have lots of food and snacks and probably play a lot of PlayStation and take it really easy. But we also have some like more active plans for this holiday season because, and I think this is pretty 
similar to some of your plans but we are planning to like paint some walls in here because yeah now we've lived in this apartment for three months but we still haven't like gotten a lot of things on the walls so we're finally gonna tackle all of that like hang up sh some shelves and like some paintings and prints and also paint uh, some walls some fun colors and stuff and I can't wait to kind of just spend time home but like you know time that we can just focus on on the home and kind of making it as cozy as can be so I'm really looking forward to that and yeah I think that's it and I guess I don't really know about next year like I don't know who who does <laughs> I'm just gonna like wait and see but uh, I'm really looking forward to kind of taking it easy and I've, I've already closed my shop for the year so I I will be opening it sometime in January and kind of yeah kind of just seeing where that goes but I'm very grateful to be able to take some time off first to recharge and also like make our home cozy together <laughs> what about you Sasha what are your plans um, yeah, well, we also usually, like, we don't really celebrate Christmas, um, in our family, or, like, we used to maybe sometimes, like, have, like, a family dinner with my partner's family, but we haven't been big fans <laughs> of that, like, of bigger, uh, family functions, mm. so usually for Christmas we go to Estonia, it's like our little tradition. We just go away and we kind of escape the whole Christmas thing and just be by ourselves somewhere in Estonia. Because <laughs> it's like quite inexpensive to go there for a little while. And it's like so quiet and nice. But yes, this year it's not happening. We're not traveling anywhere. So let's see. Because we don't really have any like food traditions because we didn't grow up in a culture where there is like Christmas food traditions so for us it's just like I don't know just like a day off <laughs> um, but yeah I think we're just gonna stay home and chill and yes we have some home uh, improvement plans we're gonna do some painting nice. and we have some new like shelf system coming that we're gonna build for like our studio space because now it's really messy <laughs> so we're gonna like make our homework space area functional and yeah so like my christmas plans are very <laughs> um home housework related and not very christmasy but yeah, I don't know if we're going to decorate. Sometimes I get into the mood to decorate the apartment and sometimes I don't. So let's see. I haven't gotten in the mood yet. Like I don't want a tree. I don't want any I don't want lights. I don't want anything. <laughs> but I know that like every year or not every year, but every now and then at some point I get this urge to like decorate. So I have some Christmas decoration like in the basement or like in the storage area. So let's see. And usually, like, I, lately I haven't been, like, we haven't been buying trees, but sometimes I would go to this area where they sell, like, 
real trees and I'll just ask if I can get the branches that they cut off those trees mm. and sometimes they let me pay like five euros and take whatever I want because they those branches are just trash to them so like I would sometimes get a bunch of those branches for like a very low price and they're pretty big sometimes yeah so like last year I remember I brought a bunch of those branches and I actually decorated them with Christmas ornaments so I had like several uh small Christmas trees in vases <laughs> and That's so cool. they smell like yeah yeah so it's like this little uh, zero waste <laughs> Christmas tree tradition so I might do that at least like even if even if we don't decorate them I still want to pick some branches at that at the Christmas tree selling place and yeah and put them up and have some spruce decorations yeah but other than that yeah I don't know if I like it I never know how Christmassy our Christmas holiday is because it depends on our um like how we feel sometimes I get this urge to like make some Christmas food and sometimes we just eat regular food yeah, <laughs> yeah I can't wait yeah. for the smell of the spruce because like for my whole adult life I've had like a I have a like a plastic Christmas tree which I bought when I was 20 mm. so I've just been using that and especially yeah since we travel like right around Christmas there, there's been no like a real tree wouldn't make any sense for like one day what yeah <laughs> so so I'm like really excited to smell because I love the smell it's so good yeah <laughs> and we also made these traditional Christmas pastries last week for the first time uh this Christmas season these yolutorto yeah. which has like this plum yeah. marmalade inside and then it's just this pastry and and we yeah. had gluggy which is like mulled wine like a non-alcoholic mulled wine kind of drink and so it's like kind of getting into this Christmassy <laughs> Christmassy spirit yeah yeah, those Christmas pa pastries, those I love, yeah. and we usually make them, like, a lot. But, yeah, this year I still haven't made them. I, I ate some store-bought ones already <laughs> on, on our trip, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but we haven't made any yet. But, yeah, maybe I'll make those, because those I love. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Maybe you'll get some Christmas but... spirit as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that will be the deciding factor. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and we don't really like do gifts anymore, so mm. I have zero stress about buying gifts, which I'm so thankful for. I'm like so happy that we decided in our families that we don't do Christmas gifts. Yeah, like if like sometimes I'll give a gift to my partner if I like get an idea that I want to buy him something, I'll buy him, but like sometimes it's around Christmas because it's just like gift giving is in the air, so I get an idea, but also like. I can also give him a gift anytime <laughs> if I want to. So we don't have that really either. Yeah, same. I think we mostly like give kind of, what is it, like non-physical gifts. So like traditionally yeah. we kind of, we cook like a special dinner for my family, for example, every year. So that's yeah. like always the gift, but it's always super nice. Like time spent yeah. together is like a 
I think a really nice gift. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really sad to like I mean, I, we haven't sometimes my family travels here for Christmas like from from Russia and sometimes we go there, but we haven't actually done it in a while cuz like around Christmas tickets are especially expensive, so mm. we kind of decided, yeah, let's visit each other on like other times cuz yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But still like this time of year kind of does make you think about like family coming together and like yeah i haven't mm. seen my mom or my grandparents or my sister in like a really long time and i have no idea when i'm gonna see them again and that's a bit sad yeah but yeah but let's see we can have a video call a party or something maybe yeah. <laughs> sometimes during the holidays. I think we're gonna do something like that yeah. with Oli's mom where we'll maybe have like a Christmas dinner together with her via like video call. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta do what yeah. you gotta do. But I am right now. Yeah. But I am kind of excited for the change of the year. Like I know that it's just numbers, but because this year like has been so different, <laughs> I kind of like I don't know I do like feel a bit of this symbolism of like changing of the year yeah. and like leaving all the crappy things in the past year and like and like manifesting only good things for the next year and of course I know it doesn't work like that like things just don't magically change but I feel like it's just like this my thing that yeah. I kind of want to like manifest it for myself like I like kind of want some more happy things to happen next year and i'm like really hopeful for the at least the pandemic situation to get better yeah and and of course like me being hopeful doesn't help anything but like well it helps <laughs> you maybe. it helps you yes and that's yeah, important yes. yeah so i'm like i am a bit like because yeah usually i'm a, a, a bit like uh of this person who is like this whole new year doesn't matter you can like even though i always actually still always make like plans for the new year and stuff i do get in this spirit but also like it it's more of like a number change for me i, I like i don't usually have this oh it's this magical moment when you and i also i don't know if like in because in our culture like we never had really like Christmas, so for us like New Year was always this like in our culture you get the tree for the New Year and mm. you give the gifts for the New Year and it's this magical night where when all the dreams come true and it's you know oh. there's like this whole like magic around it so you usually like make a wish for for the next year and like that's when the Santa Claus gives you gifts and stuff so it's like there's a lot of this magic that is like around New Year and. As a kid, like, I had that a lot. But nowadays, I'm, like, very uh, rational. And I'm, like, okay, the number changes. So it's a good time to reflect and to, like, make new plans. But, like, I don't see any magic in that. But I think, like, this year, I'm a bit, like, I'm sending good vibes to the next year. <laughs> I hope this change of the number does something good for us. Because <laughs> I think, like, this year has been so stressful for, like... Yeah. globally and also like personally for me so it's like 
like if there's any chance there's some magic about it <laughs> yes please <laughs> i'm like i'm um gonna like channel it <laughs> with all my might <laughs> yes i love yes. that i i want to do that too definitely let's send all the all the good <laughs> feelings and wishes to the out into the yeah. universe <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe I'm gonna celebrate the the New Year's night like yeah. more than usual. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Please, friends, share what your plans are for the holidays, or if you have any, or if you even like celebrate anything during this time of year. Like, what does it look? What does this time of year look like for you? Yeah, we'd love to hear that. Yeah. But yeah, hope you enjoyed this season. Yeah, oh my god, is it time? <laughs> is it time to say goodbye? <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> uh, it feels so hard. But I mean, yeah. I've really enjoyed this. I hope, I hope you did too. I don't know, I'm getting like a bit emotional now. Because like... Mm. Sasha, can you imagine? Like, it's it's our third season finale. It feels very special. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy yeah. about 30 episodes. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, like now, like, now the podcast doesn't look the same as it was in the beginning. And yeah, our idea was to like also have a video so we can kind of like sit together and you can see us draw. Because yeah, like when we draw and we talk about what we draw is like not ideal and it was like so nice when we started and you could see like what we're drawing and everything but i hope like your friends understand that yeah uh i mean your your friends do understand that like we can't really meet much this year but also yeah like we maybe could potentially like film something even separately but it's just like everything has been so much harder to do this year and we thought that we would rather have like audio only podcast for you than nothing at all exactly so yeah and it was nice to like still keep this happening even in the middle of everything like a lot of other things falling apart yeah definitely <laughs> and yeah and i hope we could like keep you company through the difficult times yes at least i think like yeah. this podcast like recording this podcast has in a way already like kept me company if that makes any sense like i really yeah. love that we have still been able to have these these sessions yeah. of just chatting and drawing together it's been really nice yeah yeah because like we actually don't see each other like just like outside this podcast either so even like for us just the two of us this is like already a whole like thing that we sit down and do something together yeah which maybe like otherwise we wouldn't have because nowadays it's like so hard to stay in touch with people because you can't see them yeah in real life or like at least not everyone and not always yeah. so yeah it has been like a very cozy and like nice yeah. <laughs> thing to do definitely yeah but yeah thank you for listening to us 
this whole year or if you joined later we are so happy that you joined and we'll be back yes in 2021 oh my god <laughs> we will <laughs> and hopefully it's a nicer year and then like of course our plan is still that like when it's safer again we would love to go back to the video format and like really really hang out with you guys and with each other especially <laughs> yes <laughs> i can't wait to draw like irl with you again but we'll get yeah. there and in the meantime this is still like it's still great still enjoy it and i hope your friends do too I feel like I'm just like trying to make this last longer and longer. So I don't know to say it back. We're trying. We're trying to postpone the goodbyes. Okay, we're not going forever. Yes, so we're not. It's okay. Yes, and we'll still be on our Instagram and we'll still be reading your messages. So yeah. Yes. Don't forget about us. Yeah. Let's keep in touch. Stay in touch. <laughs> yes. And enjoy. The rest of your year and i hope the new year will bring for all of us some like happiness and hope for the future exactly all right see you see you bye bye thank you for listening to the drawing club podcast you can follow us on instagram at drawing club podcast or email us at drawingclubpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me, Mia, on Instagram at mia.minerva and on YouTube as Mia Minerva. Sasha, where can we find you? I'm on Instagram at Sasha underscore Kretova. This podcast was created by us, Mia Minerva and Sasha Kretova. Olli Arni created the theme song and assisted with the recording and Dmitri Zerbin took care of audio mastering. Welcome to the club, friends.